It's an amazing statistic that uh, most men do not read or might read one book a year. I'm sure that's not any of you guys, but uh, that's the statistics on uh, men reading books. Women do a little better in their reading habits, but it's an exciting thing as we get together and as we talk and as we share with one another and as we pray together. If you notice that video, the guy was talking. What we try to do in men's ministry is bring into reality the things that are happening in our lives and to bring them home, to bring them true within our hearts and to testify to Christ that we need help and that we need to have that conviction and that love and that passion that only Jesus can give us. And so that brings me to my topic, which I think hopefully will entertain and keep things in your own, in your thoughts. If you notice, my title today was The Three Little Pigs. How many of you have heard of the, the story of The Three Little Pigs? Everyone? Have you told it to your little ones? Maybe not yet. Or maybe you have. Once upon a time, there was three little pigs. And their father got ready and told them it was time for them to go out into the world and to build their homes and to create their fortunes. This morning, I want to share with you this familiar story but powerful message. You may remember that the father sent them out on a mission. In John 17, 15 through 18, you might want to jot these down because I'm going to go through them real quickly. In the world, in the world, but not of it, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but you protect them from the evil one. They are not the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. The same holds true to the saints of God. He does not take us out of the world, but we're in the world. But instead, he, he sacrifices us and sends us on our way to fulfill a specific purpose. The purpose is to build our lives. <clears throat> when you give your life to Jesus, you are born again. And you are like a builder building your house on solid foundation. In Matthew 7, 24 through 25, it says this, Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like the wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the stream rose, and the winds blew and beat against the hot house. Yet, it did not fall because it was built on the rock, the foundation. <clears throat> How many of you today 
or how important it is today to build on that rock so that we might accomplish much. Here's the decision that each of us need to make. The decision before us as builders of our life is whether we will build quickly, without quality, and when the wind blows, the house can easily be blown away. Or are you going and building steadfastly, line upon line, precept upon precept, building a house that cannot be blown away, made of materials that will endure? How are you building your life? Have you stopped to consider whether you're building your life so that you can endure the storms of things that come your way? Let's go back to the three little pigs. They had a mission. They were packed up, and their father sent them on their way. Each little pig took a path, a different path. First little pig did not like to work. So what he did is he went about and set forth to do it the easiest way possible. He went about on sandy soil and he built his house of straw. And he finished it on the same day. That night he was lying in his hammock, satisfied with himself for finishing so quickly, looking forward to the lazy life of leisure. The first little pig is like a Christian who is concerned about putting effort into building, is, about, is not concerned with about putting effort into his spiritual life. Romans 12:11 says this, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. The first little pig does not like work. But it takes an effort to build your spiritual life for the Lord. You need that zeal. You need that fervor. You need to put forth that effort. In other words, it takes the kind of attitude. The first little pig's attitude was whatever it takes to get by. I'm told of a story of a man that complained to his pastor he says, you know what, Pastor? Every time I come to church, I hear the same hymns. And those hymns are, O Little Town of Bethlehem and Silent Night. And you might say, hey, this guy really kind of has quite the complaint. But the only thing is, he only came to church on Christmas. <laughs> See, he figured out a way to curb his guilt feeling. He figured out a way to just get by. Many, many people feel that about attending church. We attend just enough to keep from feeling guilty instead of attending regularly to help build our spiritual life. If you're not putting 100% into your relationship with the Lord, if you are not working at building your life of faith, then you will reap what you sow. If you are just doing enough to get by, 
that is all you will do is get by. Most of us here today are accustomed to hard work. That's a good thing. We have learned that it takes zeal, determination, and work to build our spiritual life with the Lord. Let's go back to the first little pig. <clears throat> the next morning he was strolling down the, the road, playing his flute, Rudy Toot Toot, to see how his brothers were doing. This brings us to the second bad quality found in the first little pig. You see, in himself, he had the habit of going around and, feel, and tooting his own horn, so to speak, lifting himself up. You know, he was proud that he finished his house and it was done. Well, everyone else had to work so hard to continue on with what they were doing. And so he would kind of tear other people apart while he lifted himself up. In 2 Thessalonians 3.11, it describes the first little pig. It says it this. This is 2 Thessalonians 3.11. We hear that some of you are idle. They are not busy. They are busy bodies. Hopefully none of us fit into that category. The first little pig needs to get off the road, put, put his flute away, get back to the foundation of his life, which is Christ. He needs to get down to business. The second little pig took one look at the house of straw, and he says, you know what, I can do better than that. And so he decided to build his house out of sticks. He says, it'll look good. It'll look a lot better. That night, he lies on his cot. This is the second little pig after finishing the house of sticks. Feeling happy with himself for building something so good looking. He's worried about... He's worried about storms, though, but comforts himself with the thought that the house looks so much better than his brothers. The next morning, the second little pig invited all his friends and brothers to his new house. A party. At the party, he takes out his fiddle and sings. And the song went something like this. I built my house out of sticks. I built my house so fine. With hey diddle diddle, he played on his fiddle. And danced for a very long time. The second pig knows that he should have built a stronger house, but doesn't want to spend the extra time, money, and effort to do it right. Since the stick house looks good enough, he just wants to fiddle around. The second little pig is the kind of Christian who knows and understands his spiritual responsibilities but he won't discipline himself to do them. So God plays second fiddle and in the second, little, in the second little pig's life. The lack of spiritual responsibility will have negative effects on the second little pig's life. First, he can easily be deceived by false doctrine because he doesn't like responsibility of studying God's word. Every Christian has a responsibility 
to study the Bible. In Acts 17.11, it says this, talking about those that study. Now the Bereans were of, now the Bereans were more noble, this is in Acts 17.11, were more noble character than the Thessalonians. For they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see what Paul said was true. Another negative effect seen in the second little pig's life is that he neglects his God-given duties. In James 14, it says this, Anyone who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it sins. Wow. Let me read that to you again. Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it sins. Remember, the second little pig thought he should have made his house sounder. But he said to himself, oh, nothing bad will happen. It will be another 10 years before another bad rainstorm. I'm reminded of 1 Corinthians 10, 12. It says, so if you think you are standing firm, if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. What the second little pig doesn't realize is that he has the responsibility as a Christian to build his, to build his spiritual life well. You see, Jesus died for the second little pig. Said he would have everything he needs to build a strong and lasting faith. In Corinthians 2, 6-7, it says this, So then, just as you receive Christ, Jesus is Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, Strengthened by faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. The second little pig needs to stop fiddling around and get plugged into God's revealed will for his life. He needs to go back to the beginning and continue the good work that began. Now let's see what the third little pig has been up to. The third little pig is a sober sober little pig. He had decided to build his house out of cement blocks on a solid foundation. It took him a long time, and the work was difficult and tedious, but the third little pig was looking forward to peace and comfort of a strong, sound home. So he worked laying bricks and mortar. Christians, like the third little pig, are sober and diligent. They are alert and in control. They don't mind the hard work they are putting into the relationship with Jesus because they realize the hard work will lead to the future of peace and comfort. 1 Peter 1.13 says this, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given when Jesus Christ is revealed. The third little pig proposed in his heart to build his house as strong as possible. In order to do, he selected very important building materials, concrete blocks. As a Christian, we need to build our lives building on blocks, building on God's... As as a Christian, we need to build our lives with God's building blocks. In 2 Timothy 2.15, it says this, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed 
and who correctly handles the word of truth. The scripture is saying that we can strengthen our life by using the word of God. How true that is. The mortar the third little pig was using is the Holy Spirit. It's like the mortar that in our spiritual life. His ministry is to teach us and bind God's words to our hearts. John 14, 26. But the counselor of the Holy Spirit, whom the God, who the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you everything I have said to you. Remember the first and second little pigs after the party, which the third little pig didn't go to, the brothers went over to the third little pig's place to see how things were coming along. When they got there, he saw their brother toiling and sweating and said, Come along with us. Relax for a while. Let's go down by the river to take it easy. But the third little pig graciously declined and continued steadfastly to build his house, not accepting any invitations that would take him away from his task. We Christians need to build our spiritual lives with the same tenacity as the third little pig. Don't keep working. Don't stop, excuse me, don't stop working. No half-baked jobs. See, the third little pig sang this song. I build my house of stone, I build my house of brick. I have no chance to sing and dance, for play and work don't mix. There is a time for everything. Now is the time to build. So he built his life, line upon line, and precept upon precept. I invite you to open up your Bibles. This is the last verse. This is my text. 1 Corinthians 3, 10 through 15. And it reads this. By the grace God has given me, I laid the foundation as an expert builder. And someone else is building on it. But each one should be careful how, to, how he builds. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already, which is Christ Jesus. If any man builds on the foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, his work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each man's work. If what he has built survives, he will receive his reward. If it is burned up, he will suffer loss. He himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flames. We have to ask ourselves these questions. How are you doing in building and reinforcing your spiritual house? Is it ready? When the storms of life and big bad wolf comes and blows the house, will the house still stand? Or will you be saved by the hair of your chinny chin chin? Shall we pray?
Our Father in heaven, I pray, Lord, that as we listen, Lord, to the scriptures that were spoken here, that, Lord, that we might hear and that we might give thanks for the foundation that has already been laid. And it was laid at the beginning of the world. It was laid by Jesus Christ, our rock, our foundation, our Savior. So, Father, we thank you so much for Jesus. And as we look upon him, Lord, may each of us truly build our lives on him. So be with this church today as we begin our spiritual life. May each of us today build on that rock. For we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.